Hello, and welcome to the Home for Anime. I am your host, GPC, Great Podcaster Cali, and it's time for another installation in the celebration of Kyoto Animation, also known as Volume 4. These bars. Thank you. And today, as you probably already heard, I am joined by none other than my best of Hurendo, Drew. What's up, bro? Hey, not much. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me again. I'm glad that you're here because I forced you to start beyond the boundary. And of course, you had to finish. Oh, yes, of course. Of course. Well, I mean, I was interested beforehand, but you really gave me the push I needed. Yes, I'm good for that. (laughs) So we watched Beyond the Boundary, I'll Be Here Future, which is the second part of the Beyond the Boundary, I'll Be Here series, with the first being Beyond the Boundary, I'll Be Here Past, which is a recap. And since it's a recap, we decided not to watch it because we had just binged the entire show myself for the second time. (laughs) Now, Drew, I don't typically do this, but you made a very good point before we started recording. If people have seen the show, then they are going to be more interested in this episode. So we can spoil a few things. So I'm just going to tack a spoiler warning on here spoilers (laughs) okay that's so beyond the boundary i'll be here future or as we can call it beyond the boundary the movie beyond the boundary mirai or future sensational he likes cheesecakes (laughs) this film follows Mirai and the group after Mirai lost her memories following the end of Beyond the Boundary the show and basically she's just trying to figure out what her life was like in the past and Akihito is really trying to keep her away from that, thinking that it would make her happy, which it's really a projection, don't you think? A projection, yeah. Uh, In what way do you think? Just his own struggles that he thinks his life would be easier without this knowledge too? Correct. And he's pushing that onto her, even though he admits that he loves her more than anyone or anything. Mm -hmm. It's a projection partly due to, I think, the nature of just how much he hates himself. Uh, You see that repeated with a lot of characters, especially in this movie. But the loathing that one can succumb to can really alter not only your mental state, but the way you perceive others, too, even the ones you really care about. 
And I think in this case, I think when you when you're so disgusted with yourself or what can become of it, I think you, people have a tendency to isolate themselves and to push others away to the point where it's trying to heal, trying to become a better person becomes much a such a harder endeavor when you're separated from others, especially ones like you and they care for. Right. I think this movie makes a good argument that I think healing from traumas is it's it's a, it's, a, it's easier or at least it's more uh, it's less lonely when you have a group of people that care about you. Right. You're just adding more suffering on top. If you try to separate yourself from that. And honestly, this whole movie revolves around suffering. Yeah. <laughs> And it fills us in on a lot of what happened in the anime too, like uh, like we said, Aki goes through that. But there's a few other characters that know the struggle as well, but their reactions to it are a bit more dire. Yeah, which the end of Beyond the Boundary, I thought that he had come to accept more about himself, but it seems as though there's still some rejection there. Mm -hmm. And of course we have the other characters, mainly Hiromi, who has taken over as the head of the Nase family. What a glow up too. Oh yeah. The suit. And Mm -hmm. he's just doing his best since his sister went missing and like you said and this is what i was alluding to when we recorded part one you really get more context to what happens in the show with the movie because especially in the last episode you are just so confused about some of the things that go on like why does the sister the older sister have a yomu inside of her yeah and And you get context for it yeah you get context for that you get context for why the bad guy whose name escapes me because he was very forgettable yeah, I think that's one of the few things that the anime and the movies. Um, it, it just, I just didn't care for the villain. Um, I think what he does is interesting, like using his own victimization to, or his perception of himself. You know, if we're talking about projection, he he uses that as a as a reason to bring others down and to, you know, accomplish whatever weird. Uh, twisted disoriented desire he wants to have what kind of life he wants to live with izume and he manages to convince her i mean he's the reason that she takes it in um which is nice too because you get that scene where um she's watching over her younger two siblings as they sleep and she wants to protect them and he uses that to his advantage to get her to undergo the uh the Yamu, like, infection. I don't know what to call it. It's just the experiment. Yeah. Basically, it to her body. Yeah. 
and, and just festers. And yeah, it's so interesting to see why he does it. And like you said, his projections, as opposed to why she does it, because when he introduced the concept in the last episode, I just remember thinking, what the heck does any of this mean? But it makes so much more sense on both of their ends. And one thing that I love about Kyoto Animation is that when they make a movie, it has a purpose. And this one definitely has a huge purpose in giving each character a more psychological examination aside from the two that we talked about and Hiromi and Akihito I really like how they treated Mirai's character and how they gave more context to what it means to be part of the cursed blood clan yeah and just how it messed her whole life up yeah what's interesting um early on when they're explaining how the yamu can work i guess it comes in later but there's a point in the movie where they say that even just an innocent glance at someone infected with it can can um can infect the uh the viewer right so if we're looking at this 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 lens of projection individuals looking at others like you know there are times in our at least in my life when like a simple glance would sometimes just constantly like uh you know th there are th there are ways that the human mind works where it's like where even if it's intentional or not when we look at someone even if it's an innocent glance we, we just flood that person with information that's totally unfounded in reality whether that be prejudice a stereotype or maybe our own insecurities manifesting which i find interesting that every person that the antagonist tries to infect even in the anime with the uh, the sister of the murdered uh of, of Mariah's murdered friend early on that was possessed by the uh yeah the haze yeah like every person that he's targeted is someone that's already pretty isolated and he isolates them further and forces them to what, whether directly or indirectly forces them to like, just loathe about, right. He's targeting people that he can control. Mm -hmm. And that control is often through, um, I don't, know, I don't know what I'm trying to allude to here. Basically, if I'm, reading you correctly it's a matter of taking advantage of yeah. weakness in order to further yourself it's it's like putting others down to make yourself feel better in a layman's term yeah, it's, 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 they're taking. He's taking advantage of these people who obviously need some kind of healing, need help, 
they need assistance. And he offers them a refuge of power, for like better speak, that completely misses what they actually need, right? And it causes more suffering for the person and those around them. Right. Because at the point where basically everyone becomes infected with the easily transferable Yomu, they're all in pretty dark places, like you said. And it's just so almost heartbreaking if I cared more about the characters than I did the vibe of the show. But yeah. I did I did come to care more about them, which another facet of Kyoto animation that's just incredible. In 90 minutes, I get more development than I did in 12 episodes. Yeah, I, do, I, I, I honestly don't know why they... What decision was made to hide some of the information. I, th I think moving some things around would have done the work a little better in the anime. But yeah, because a lot of this stuff really works. Um, they feel less like reveals and shock and more so like, why didn't we get this earlier? <laughs> it's like a fill in the blank. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, where are those things where it's like a, like a pre-written story, you just fill in the nouns and adjectives. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just makes things make sense. And that's what I love about this movie so much. Mm -hmm. It's great. I was very afraid when I was recommending it to you that you weren't going to like it. But when you told me you did, I was overjoyed because, wow, this this movie means a lot to me and I just always get emotional when I see it. The only thing that I wish I had more clarity on was who the heck Akihito's mom really is. Yeah, I don't know. And if we're looking at it through what we said before in terms of projection and separation, it's weird that she keeps like a distance from Aki for such a long time. And she's the one we know least about. So I don't know if this is like, maybe she hasn't learned the lesson either. Maybe she doesn't know how to. But she alludes to being alive for a lot longer than people expect so yeah. i don't know i think there's a lot of speculation here i don't i don't think it matters <laughs> right and i feel like this is going to sound a little rude but maybe it doesn't deserve this much speculation yeah okay so you agree i mean i i, I don't know where i would even really begin um not really much to go on there. I mean, I guess we could talk about, but yeah, let's let's just move on. Yeah. Um, the jokes about him beating his mom aren't that funny to me. I just I no. don't like that visual. I, I think it's no, uh, no, no. Yeah, even if it's an innocent, like ignorant mistake, I just I don't I don't care. I don't think it's funny. Yeah, 
when I saw it in the show and it was everyone, it just, it landed a little better, but this time it just made me kind of upset. Yeah. Especially because there was no one else to be annoyed. So, like, there's this one point where she brings him Omer Rice and he says, so you chose now to be a mother. Yeah. And I just, I, I would be interested in knowing more about their fractured relationship, mm-hmm. I guess, but also not really. It's hard to say whether or not it's really needed, but I think for the movie, um, you know, we didn't really need much more than right. Saw. But yeah, I think uh, just having that character relate to Aki and then having him, you know, the show presenting a justifiable like comedic anger towards his mom, I just I just don't think it works. No. Aside from personally thinking that's it's just just an ugly thing. Um. I think Izumi got a lot of light that she really needed in this. I know we touched on it earlier. Yeah. Um, but it's good to see at the end with all the siblings together and you know trying to make things work and move heel past. And it looks like it's working. Who would have thunk? Very happy for them. <laughs> yeah, I think familial healing is something that is touched on but not explored deep enough. Yeah, and I guess one can make the argument that's like something that um, our, our two leads are denied to, you know, Aki right. with his estranged mother and um, Arai with uh, her murdered dead mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's something that I guess would have been okay but this movie sits at a perfect 90 minutes and i think anything longer would have made it wear out its welcome yeah yeah did like some of the action sequences they were quick went through it right um and the uh, shadow puppets they had like a very nice liquid movement to them that was really satisfying yeah, they did. Uh, Kyoto Animation really knows how to do movement, and they know how to do fight scenes. But what I love is that they know when to do them for the most part. Yeah, I really like the um, the one explosion that Mirai does whenever she's like fused with uh, Yamu on um I think the the homeroom teacher. She's yeah. like running up to her. She's just like oh, she's like dragging her feet, dragging her swords, just like blows her away. It was sick, it was man. Yeah. Overall, I just really love this movie. It's its flaws are more so personal for me but not barring any merit against the actual film you know what i mean 
like the the things you have problems with are more nitpicks than actual like than than problems criticism. with the actual film. Yeah. Okay. Like I think it's a great film. The things that I want could easily be like special episodes as opposed to being part of this film, which I don't think would have made the film any better because those things wouldn't be the focus of the film. Instead, they should have been presented either in the show or, like I said, in special episodes slash OVAs. Yeah. I all I know is that whatever problems I have and criticisms at the end of it, I didn't I didn't feel like my time was wasted. Right, right. Which I sorry to use like language that sounds objective, you know, all this stuff personal. But like I, I did have a good time. You know, some of the jokes landed, some of them didn't. But at the end, I'm glad that the movie took this approach to a lot of the conflicts that it brings up, right? These are deeply personal loathings that the characters are really trying to work through and like that's something anyone can fucking relate to right right oh yeah and the ending and the post credit scene were both perfect yeah they were great i loved it they made me really happy drew do, do you have anything else to say about beyond the boundary i'll be here future because it's a pretty straightforward film, despite a lot of yeah. what you've been saying. Yeah, no, um, I definitely think it's great. Um, I think if you've been setting on whether or not to watch these, I think go for it. I will say, though, this is something we struggled with, but we were able to find it. I was I watched the anime sub, and that was great. Well, the performances. Mm-hmm. I watched the movie in the dub because the movie is so hard to come by. You have to actually buy it. Yeah, luckily you had a copy. I've got the um, Beyond the Boundary Steelbook. Yeah, but, you know, for other reasons, you know, you and I aren't technical experts. I I was stuck with uh, English. And that's not to say that it's bad or anything. I just, oh, man, it's, it's, I'm more frustrated the fact that how inaccessible this is rather than, you know, I was stuck with English stuff. English stuff was fine. I liked it. Yeah, Sentai Filmworks kind of dropped the ball on that one with High Dive. Yeah, just I'll say that just business end of things, fucking terrible, terrible thing. Like I hate to see a future where this isn't accessible. <laughs> for sure, maybe. So they if you're sh- able to find it, go for it. Maybe they should release it back in theaters, and then do a High Dive movie night. Like mm. they did with the Don Machi movie. That'd be dope. Oh yeah. But with yeah, that, that's all I have to say. Yeah, I closing in on my end. I again love this film dearly, and I'll find any excuse to watch it again. And with that being said, if you want to follow me. You can do so on Instagram at Anime Alpha Goat. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do so at our anime home. And you can email me recommendations at our anime home at gmail.com. If you want to support what it is that I'm doing, 
please consider donating to the Patreon. And if you want to buy me a tea, you can also buy me a tea at the Buy Me a Tea. And Drew, I just want to thank you for once again coming on the show, especially when we're celebrating Kyoto Animation, which is very dear to me. Yeah, and I just came. I just I'm just now recovering from being sick for a week, and this was a pleasant. It was a great movie to cap things off, you know. Yeah, it'll get me energized again. Um, um, but yeah, someone buy this man a tea, coffee, whatever. He's been putting in work, Argar. Yeah, I'm kind of sick now, so uh, I definitely yeah. feel where you're coming from. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you're still working, man, too. Doing right. my best. Um, but thank you all for listening. And with that, we are out. Peace.